Welcome everyone to another episode of the Ant Hill Chronicles. It might rain any second, as you can see by the sky. I doubt it, but by the birds that are flying around and the way the sky looks at this time, and there's a haze over on the other side where the sun is going down, I don't know. So this might really um, be a quick one. Uh, if it is, I'll continue it. But if I feel one drop the way it looks, I'm going to end things and run like O.J. Simpson to the airport in that commercial, that Hertz commercial back in the 70s, if you can remember it, telling my age, right? Anyway, uh, I hope this video reaches you in the best of health, prosperity, and peace of mind, because we can't do anything without peace of mind. What a life we will live if we don't have peace of mind. Our head is filled up with all kind of toxic uh, uh, type of uh, uh, garbage. When things are running smooth and you have that mental, physical, and spiritual tune-up, things just run smooth and things are effortless, you know? I want to speak about something that is kind of offbeat today, maybe for this channel. But like I said, I go in on human nature with a surgical precision and I extract things and lessons through, through pl people, places, and things that may not be related, but I can see what's inside of it. And I wanted to speak about a young lady, and I hope I'm getting the name right, named Gail Crawford. Gail Crawford, G-A-Y-I, no, G-A-Y-L-E, Crawford, common spelling. And she was on a Wendy Williams interview, and she was on some other interviews, and I'll try to get those links together and put them down. And she happened to be a very, very close friend of Whitney Houston, a very, 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 very close friend of Whitney Houston. Um, she was friends with Whitney Houston from way back in the middle 80s, I believe, maybe early 80s, middle 80s. And they had worked in some kind of summer job community center type situation. And they were very, very young. And they clicked as friends. And after a while, intimacies began to happen. But that's not really what I want to speak on. And that's not what I'm promoting here in this channel, okay? Right now, I'm not going to hate anybody, but I'm not going to support things that, that don't build the black family. I'm very firm on that, but I'm not going to hate on anybody. But what I wanted to speak on, you know, strategically and with surgical precision, she came out with a book recently, and I believe the book was out maybe for a year. Um, I think the name of it is a song for you. You know, I'm not really big on facts that way. I will put the facts down below when I find them all the way, but I ran out here to do this video before it rains or anything else. It gets even darker. And in the interview, I said, okay, she has a really short haircut. She has the glasses on. I said, I don't really know what to expect. Let me check this thing out because I have to check these things out because this is what I do. Right. And I was quite surprised. Uh, I pretty much prejudged the situation. I thought it was going to be that she's promoting a tell-all book, telling some dirty secrets and, and some things to make money. And then I realized that that wasn't the case. I realized that in the craziness that was going on in Whitney Houston's life uh, with Bobby Brown, which Bobby Brown was not the one to introduce drugs to her, but, but that one, uh, a time in her life when things were really going out of control. And it wasn't just one incident. It was maybe several years when this thing happened. But the bottom line is that I was surprised at the class that she had, the respect that she had. Even she had measured words when even Wendy Williams tried to subtly trick her and box her into a certain position. It wasn't a combative interview, but I, I, I like to listen to interviews to see how the interviewer comes at them or how they try to railroad them in a particular situation when or paint a picture that really wasn't the way it was because of ratings for their show. And, you know, there was a point when 
Whitney Houston said that she cannot continue this physical relationship anymore, that you have to love me unconditionally. And she brought a Bible to her friend Gail, who was her lover, right? I mean, that's what, that's what it was. Um, and she said, we can't do this anymore, something to that effect. But she gave her the Bible and they made a promise to each other that, that we're always going to be close because she was also that friend who she could say anything to and speak anything on. It's just that they took it to that level on a physical level. So, you know, there are many young ladies who have close friendships, but they don't take it that way because they're not inclined that way. OK, but all I'm trying to say, I'm not pushing lesbianism. I'm not pushing any of this Black Lives Matter stuff. I'm not softening up on my stance. I do not support anything that does not support the growth of the black family. Right. And, and we're not going to make more of people, more people that look like us if we're doing other things. But I had to compare that to many relationships and friendships that I've known over the years, good and bad, where there was no respect, where there was no class in how people spoke of you after you parted ways. And I have to take my hat off to Gail Crawford and how she uh, uh, how she held it together. Classy. Uh, I found out that she has maybe two kids. I think there's a 10 year old son or a 10 year old daughter. And she's still in that life. Um, not all the time, I guess, because she has children unless they adopted or artificial insemination. But that's none of my business. I'm here to speak on how we treat each other, how we respect each other, how we deal with each other. And, you know, she was privy to a lot of inside information. She was there when things were going on with uh, 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 Eddie Murphy who dated Whitney Houston and disrespected her on some days and treated her really nice on other days. So it was an up and down thing, but she remained steady in her commitment to her as a friend. Regardless, how many people do you know in your life who would remain steady and committed to you as a friend when you once had a physical relationship? Let's remove the category that was in. How many fellas, you know, disrespect a woman that they were involved with after they are done with them, right? After, after the whole thing is finished. So for that one thing alone, because I don't know this woman, but from what I can see and what my spirit told me, right? This situation, you know, if we could have more friendships and situations like that, the world would be a better place, seriously. And regardless as to the category that it, that it was in, I really respect her on that level. That she didn't go out here and tell everything. Now she clarified situations and the purpose of her book from what I'm seeing and you know Wendy Williams and a few other interviews that I looked at kind of kind of lended testimony to that that it wasn't a sensationalistic book put out to, to air dirty laundry there's enough of that out there but she did not like the way that Whitney Houston was portrayed and she stayed committed to the friendship right even when you have up, ups and downs in a friendship you make effort to heal it back again Whitney Houston had a tremendous amount of people around her pulling at her, not only just because she was famous, but because of her money or people just want to be seen with a person. I couldn't imagine. I have never been in Hollywood. I have never been in the, in the entertainment industry. The closest I have been to it was when I was driving a, a black car, a black Lincoln Town car for an en entertainment agency that that's all they dealt with was people in the entertainment industry. Right. Um, so, you know, I met a few people and I got around a few situations and that being New York City, it's like you're around stuff anyway. So I was really privy to some things, but nothing of note. You hear things, you see things, you see drugs, you see the sex, you see the models, you see the famous people, you see how they're rude and that. It's nothing new. So I'm not going to sit up here and say, oh, I knew this one and I knew that one. But I can name drop if I wanted to in my life to a point. But, you know, that being said, one cannot really imagine that world 
and the stuff that's swirling, I mean, when you really look at it, try to imagine yourself as being this famous person. Hell, I catch enough flack as a, as a YouTuber who has a little bit, who just crossed over 100,000 followers, subscribers. And I catch jealousy and envy from grown people. So could you imagine on a world scale, could you imagine worldwide, no matter what airport you drop down in, every, somebody there is gonna know you. You know what I mean? No matter where you go, no matter how you try to hide yourself, and if you have things going on in your life already, imagine how difficult that is to deal with. So to have a friend that sticks by you through all of that and doesn't sell you out, that's a precious thing. And even though it went other places back earlier on in their lives, I'm not gonna fault them for that. Some of us go and do drugs. Some of us go and, and beat people up and have uh, anger management issues and were known for beating up women and beating up people and, and they change and they evolved. And so even though she is still in that lifestyle, that is her business. I'm talking about her loyalty, even when she can really legitimately crap all over Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston been gone for a while, a hot minute now and the daughter. Right. And she still didn't do it. And she had a positioning that I know that there are things that she could have put in that book that she didn't put in the book. And for that, I commend her, regardless as to her lifestyle, regardless as to who she is, that is none of my business. What I'm saying is that we need to take a, 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 a page out of the book of her life and how she uh, uh, dealt with the whole Whitney Houston situation with dignity, with class. And for that, I admire her. And if you don't like me for saying that because she's a lesbian, then, then go kick rocks. You know what I mean? Because like I said, I'm not condoning that, but I'm not coming at anybody who looks like me with hate because they're doing something or in something that I may not really condone or it may not be my fight. She's still my sister. I might need her. You understand? So we have to walk these fine lines. We have to not get emotional when we talk about certain situations or get bent out of shape because of this, because of that, because really it, with, with human nature, it's a slider. It, 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 it's, it's, we're growing. We're evolving. And we have to allot a little space for that. So take a page out of, out of Gail Crawford's book and maybe make your life a little better and question yourself and question others around you. Do others around you have that kind of loyalty? Have you been screwed over? Have you been screwed over multiple times by people who are not loyal to you? Right. Um, have you been loyal to people? Right. So. We have to talk, have these conversations to strengthen the black family. We have to have these kind of dialogues and our children need to hear us speak this way. And again, big ups to my parents, uh, Lance and Osi Skirvin, um, for allowing me to hear these conversations and to help develop me on an advanced level when I was so very young. And I really have absorbed and really see a lot of the things that they told me. And I'm a, I'm a living proof, even though I have made misjudgments and what you would say sometimes mistakes in my own life, which... Mistakes are not really mistakes if you learn from it, right? It's just the way it is, but I have to give them props for that. And anyway, I think I heard a little thunder over the horizon. This is a very, very short trip to the Ant Hill, but I hope it was potent enough to start the conversation going on. Anyway, much love to my sisters. Salute to my warrior brothers. The fight continues. And like I said, peace of mind, balance, spirituality, culture, unity, revolution, and victory. You know what that stands for? Spirituality S, culture C, unity U, uh, a revolution R, and victory in the end. 
is the V, the scurve lifestyle, right? Right here by the Ant Hill in the Ant Hill Chronicles. And um, I'm going to come out here, not later on because it's getting dark now, but I'm going to come out here tomorrow and I might release this one here Sunday night instead of making everybody wait for such a short one because I want to get back into doing the two-hour thing. Anyway, Lanscurve.com when you don't know anything else. If they rip down all my social media, Lanscurve.com. Much love to everybody. It's a brand new day. Listen, on to the next one. We got to keep the work going. We got to keep the flow going relentlessly. And if they get in your way, you steamroll them. Peace.